back, everybody. Welcome to the PowerNet Podcast. I'm Nick Fugu. With me, as always, Andre Gordon. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Valentine's Day, everybody. (laughs) This is going to be a loving podcast we have uh, for you today. Lots um, to go over. You know, we've taken a little bit of time here to uh, recover from uh, our last podcast, which... Um, That hurt, man. I'm still, like, not over it. I'm still, like, I'm still, like... Is that real? Like, I keep, it sounds stupid. I actually check the news to be like, okay, like, is there anything? Like, is the body, did they find, like, how do they know for sure? <sighs> I don't know. But, it's been tough. Today and is all about be, the love. It is all about the love. And it's going to continue to be about the love. And, you know, All Star Weekend, it's going to, they're going to hit it. I'm again. upset about Tyler Hero, dude. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But Nick, I owe you an apology. <laughs> Before the season started, you said the Miami Heat would be in third place. And I mean they have lost four out of five out of six. I mean, they've had a little bit of a slide. But they had a trade, you know, it's a new team kinda. But they've been playing really well. Even if they go five hundred for the second half of the season. There'll be a twenty-five game improvement over last year. Twenty game improvement. That's that's impressive. The trades with Andre, Andre Iggy, and uh, Dreadlock Beast. He's really good. Crowder. <laughs> I like him. Yes. No, I we got rid of Dion. I mean, that was that's the beauty in the whole thing. Uh, got rid of this troublemaker who just prima donna just. Who may be going to the Lakers. Good for him. Him and uh, Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson? Yeah, the Clippers. The Clippers and the Lakers are interested because the the Suns waived them. They signed, they made a trade, got somebody. He has a bad contract, Tyler Johnson. Like a really, he makes a lot of money. Like he's way overpaid. So, cap space. He got waived. He's available, and the Clippers and the Lakers are interested in him and in Deion Waiters. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. The Knicks are also interested in Dion Waiters. <laughs> He'd be a perfect fit for the Knicks. He would. He actually would. Perfect. I hope the Knicks do. I mean, I hated them in the 90s as a Heat fan. I hope they get better. I, it's so sad. The Knicks are so bad. Dolan is the worst owner in the history of the league. He has the most profitable, the most high-valued franchise and on the planet. Of all franchises, the Knicks are the most viable brand, and he is the worst. <laughs> so it's Valentine's Day. So you have any plans for today? Yes. Uh, this morning I woke up early and I cleaned the entire house for my wife because she's normally you know she likes to clean things. And but I was like, you know what? I buy her stuff. I just buy her stuff randomly, right? I, I write her love notes too, randomly. I don't know what I could buy or write her that's different than any other day so i cleaned the house i've made some uh lunch already it's on the stove and i took care of the kids this morning i'm sending her to get her nails done at one o'clock and her a, a pedicure and a manicure and tonight we're gonna have uh some champagne and some she's making some uh, salmon wrapped in a pastry she's she's a good cook so we're just gonna chill and okay. enjoy it. Wow. I don't like pulling out on Valentine's Day, though, bro. Like, 
overpriced meals, super crowded. Maybe people are, and that's okay for those who are listening, or for you who may be doing that. It's, everyone's got their own thing. What are you? What, what are your plans? Uh, so there's this one really good restaurant here in Naples. It's a seafood restaurant, and I've never been, and I've been wanting to go. And it is really pricey. And considering the kids and all the factors, so we're going to actually, I made a reservation for lunch. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to get out there soon. And so I'm excited for that. But yeah, I'm not really, I don't understand these holidays and the, these types of things are like, oh, today's the day you're supposed to appreciate your mom. Today is the day you're supposed to appreciate the people you yeah. love. Why don't we just, you know, spreading it out? It could always be better, but I think I do a pretty good appreciation here now and then. You know, um, things we all do. I mean, times have changed. I saw this comedian talking about how, you know, how dads used to be and, and how we are. And our involvement in the family is so much higher than ever before. Sure. Um. So. Sure. Hey, I want to ask you a question. How do you feel about, and I was thinking about this as uh, I've been listening to people on TV talk about this and, you know, kids around here talk about it. There's just been this recent movement of like, hey, whatever feels good, do it. No matter what it is, if you feel good being 700 pounds, do it. If you feel good not bathing, do it. If you feel good... Sleeping with a hundred people in, in in five days, do it. Like whatever it is, do it. There's no limits as long as it feels good. What is your opinion on that? How do you feel about the just do it no matter what as long as it feels right movement? Shockingly, I'm unaware of this little movement, but I will say that sounds ridiculous, and and completely irresponsible i don't like to feel like a prisoner of what i can say and what i can't say and i just want to be unapologetically myself but you know yeah like you said there's some things that just come on man we need some civilization <laughs> you know yes there's gotta be some, as long as things are civil how you feel could be good. How do you feel Dwayne Wade's son is now a she going by the name of Zaya? 12 years old. I know we're getting into like a touchy subject and we're probably going to get How do some I feel about it? Yeah. Yeah, we will. Um, I feel like <laughs> there, um, I don't think a child should be able to decide certain things for themselves that could affect their physical outcome. I remember my son... He was really excited that the, the his sisters were getting a lot of attention. And um, so he's like, I'm a girl. I'm like, you're not a girl. You're a boy. But I love you just as much as I love your sisters. You're just different. You don't have to be like them or be a girl to get love. Come here. I love you. I'm always going to love you. And it's interesting. It, I could have been like, he said, he's a girl. Let me get the lipstick out. Let me get the dress out. You know, he's just a kid. I remember wearing my my mom's high heels Me and too. like clacking around the house. Mm-hmm. I think when you allow a kid to make a decision that when they uh, do gender surgery, like I don't like you can't Wait, do any is that, surgery. Is that what's happening? So this is what ends up happening when there's and not all the time. Everything's different. 
when there's like a gender uh, dysphoria, that's what I think that's what it's called. I'm not the expert, but I know that oftentimes they'll go into hormone treatment to physically align more with how they mentally feel. And I just think underage, you can't even pierce your ears at a certain age without parental consent. You can't pierce your ears. You can't get a tattoo. How are we going to let a child decide to hormonally change or alter their genitalia? I just think like a lot more should go into it rather than just like, this is what I feel. Maybe there's more to talk about. I, I think that an exploration of discussion is always worth it and not to jump to conclusions just because now in society, you're afraid to be labeled uh, a bigot or a homophobe or or not understanding of your kid, let's search for what's happening. I think if people want to be called a he or she, I don't care. I, it's not, I'm, I'm not, I don't care what you want to do, like whatever people want to do. But I do think if my son tells me I'd like to chop off, I want to become a girl. He's not, I'm I, not I taking it. Right. I don't think that's what, uh, I don't, I don't believe, I don't really know the details of everything, but I don't believe that's what was said, but it, it was just more, that she uh, he wanted to be referred to as she and and change her name to you know Zaya, and I pretty much regurgitated the same exact stuff that you're saying right now, which is twelve years old. I mean, you are just and I don't want to sound again like like exactly like you're saying. People will say like, oh, you're like a bigot or whatnot, or you're you're this, but you're not fully developed and you may be confused not to saying that you are confused but there's a possibility okay right. and let's not forget about that possibility and things like this are being celebrated a little too much mm -hmm. you know it's like i don't celebrate my my being as much you know what i mean it's like what it's okay that it exists but why is it so profoundly celebrated i don't know what to say without getting backlash on this but i mean I, listen you, you got there's gonna be backlash because everyone like i think part of the problem now is that we're not allowed to have we're not allowed to ask questions to incite discussion and i think on both sides there's not a clear understanding of where everyone's coming from and i think that it's okay to question things uh i don't think that freedom of speech is, is and freedom to question is relegated just to those who believe or understand everything that you do. Part of the problem that I think is we had grown up saying, do not talk about your religious or political beliefs. And then maybe it should have been, let's learn how to discuss our religious and political beliefs so that we can understand each other. And I think this is no different. I think that it's it's got it's for me it's mentally fascinating as to how someone would allow their twelve year old to or eight year old or seven year old even five year old even to switch their gender. I switch or honestly, just be referred to as a different gender. How do you feel about that? To be referred to as a different gender is the beginning pathway to making the switch. Otherwise, okay. why would you make the reference? Okay. If 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 you weren't going to switch, then the reference wouldn't matter. The, the issue there is that they want to, they feel like they're a, a, a different gender. So the, that reference is made to help make them feel more normal. So I think that the overlying pervading thing that I would say is that I remember, and this is the only thing I can liken it to. My mom and dad told me when I was younger, 
they know that like we grew up in Miami, and at the time it wasn't very much Hispanic. It was mostly like Jewish, if I recall, where I lived in Palmetto Bay. My selection for dating was what I was around, either Hispanic girls or Jewish girls. And I remember my parents saying, just so you know, if you choose to date a Hispanic girl or a white girl or a Jewish girl, it could be difficult for you. You could get hassled. You could get harassed. You could, it could be really tough. And I would say the same thing. I don't know if parents are giving kids a clear picture of what they could be in for and to make sure that it's worth it. Because if it's just like a whimsical, oh, I feel like a girl, or I feel emotional, so I feel like a girl, or I like pink, like Sean loves pink. He loves pink. But I'm not going to say he's a girl because he loves pink. He's just, a, I like pink too. So I think these little things do not necessarily say, hey, let's change everything. And I don't know if parents are giving their kids an understanding like, hey, this is what you're in for, just so you know the reality, if you decide to go down this road. Not to scare them out of it, but rather than, this, this all goes back to you saying, rather than making a big celebration party, let's talk about the reality of what life looks like based on the choices that you make. And then we can discuss and see like, hey, what's really going on? Because maybe something is, maybe something isn't, but let's talk about it and not just shut it down at the mere question. Right. Again, yeah, I'm not trying to shut it down. I'm trying like you're like exactly what you're saying. I think it's a time to open up a conversation and an educated one and not one that's going to be based on fear. I'm not saying to shut it down, to uh, not talk about it, to deny it. There does need to be a discussion, but I do speculate and it, it makes me want think that this could be an attention grabber for a young child. And I think they're well aware of it too. Whether it's bad attention or good attention or celebration attention, whatever the case is, I think I'm wondering what psychologists think of this. Yeah, I'm fascinated <laughs> by the whole thing. I think the point of it all is that I don't really know. And I think that's why we talk about it. And I'm curious to see who gets upset at the fact that we're even talking about it. But I like when you said that you want to unapologetically be able to discuss things and say what you're thinking and, and ask questions. Because if we are always in the dark on how other people feel, then we're never going to get into the light. And I sure. think people just get so mad at the mere insinuation that your question may infer that they're not equal that hate and anger ensues. But dude, the reality is I could not tell you the beginning iota of a thought process that goes into me thinking that I, you know, I feel like I'm a girl or my kids think of that. Or I couldn't tell you how it feels. I have several men who have been married, have a family, and then they say, you know what? I actually am gay and I'm changing. Or Kylie Jenner. What's his name? What, what, what was it? Bruce Jenner and now he's Kylie what's his Jenner. name now? So like being an Olympian, being the greatest at his sport on the planet of all countries as a man, and then like, like no, nah, I'm a woman. And let me ask you this: If we're talking, we're staying on the subject, how do you then feel about men who identify as women competing in women's sports? Exactly, and that's just one thing. And I was just gonna bring this up, like. I feel like this is opening a lot of invitations for for people to take advantage of, of certain situations. And I'm not just talking about sports. There's a lot of different 
arenas. I, I guess it comes back to making things civil, safe. Kids now have a lot of resources to turn to, to not have to deal with certain things. For example, when I was growing up, there was no ADD. There was, you're dumb. And But now I just say like, oh, I'm ADD. You know, everybody has this excuse in the book to not improve, not be completely self-aware. It's interesting. Yeah. Nightmare of the week, Dre. My nightmare of the week is I lost my keys. I left my keys I was okay. I went from California to my from San Diego to Miami to Orlando. Couldn't find my keys. I had no idea. I searched for my keys. Started the process of making new keys. And I asked the bus company that the charter that took us up. It's not there. Hotel said not there. I was freaking out like, dang, man, I got to buy this new $700 car key. I said, guys, just check in between every seat. Calls me back. Got your keys. They drove my keys back down to me. My nightmare of the week. I can't think of something that was really that bad. Except for because of the trip to San Diego and back, the jet lag and just being really more tired than I usually am. Dream of the week, Trey. Uh, I've been with the health and wellness company for over seven years. And we had an all-star meeting. And we got together in San Diego with the CEO. <laughs> We got together with the CEO and the other home office executives. And, uh, you know, we've been very loyal to the company and uh, very excited about the direction in which it's going. And that meeting gave me an affirmation that we've stayed in the right place. And just some of the stuff that was said and just some of the things that were uh, communicated in that meeting really made me feel like, I've made the right choice, and I'm here to stay. Uh, and uh, and I'm proud. I'm I'm honestly like super proud that I never gave up. It's true. So being with my company has been a dream, and knowing that I'm in the right spot is a dream. Touche. That'll be my dream of the week. There, you couldn't decide it any better. Dre, why don't you just, you know, send them out? Paranappers, we appreciate you being with us this week and every week. No, no matter where you are, no matter how you may be listening. I got to tell you, you're here, I'm here, he's here, but right now, we are! <laughs> <laughs>